Everything I've said is true. It's real. Dinosaur fossils? I'll have to put those here to test our faith. That damn lie. I, I saw them on my own eye. Did I accuse just drop sharply while I was away? We did it illusions, man. None of it is true. I'm not insane. This is mass madness, you maniac. In God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. Welcome back to the Deep Share. We're here with the one and only Shane Newsom. What it do, what it do, what it do, y'all. It's good I'm to back. see you, buddy. Good Gonna to talk see a you. lot of shit. And we are here with our good friend Bryce. What's up, man? How's it going, guys? I'm doing pretty good. Doing good to have good. you here. Bryce is a, a man I have met through just the same crazy psychedelic interests uh consciousness talking he listens to the podcast we started chatting a while ago um and yeah he's you're I, I just love the way you think man we've always hit it off when we talk about this kind of stuff and uh mm -hmm. and then uh you know a little while back he graced me with a, a beautiful wonderful thing i think i talked about it with shane before on oh, the yes. previous episode yeah, about how yeah, you, you sent me some wonderful like hybrid mushrooms that was really and i haven't even delved past a gram okay uh, intense, I, yeah. I took a gram now granted i haven't ever go again now keep in mind we're gonna get demonetized immediately on youtube and it's gonna be hilarious because like we're talking about drugs immediately <laughs> we'll see well, what yeah. happens i don't i don't give a shit at all but um so i took a gram and it's been probably 15 20 years since i've taken mushrooms so that one gram after a few hours was like, okay. <laughs> I started to feel like I was about to start, you know, you know that like mm -hmm. you're mm -hmm. not there yet, but you're getting the body tingles and your muscles are kind of feeling weird and everything. I was only at that point, but it was so much for me after so many years. I was like, yeah, these things are strong. Yeah, dude, I imagine it fucking taking your ass and you're just like, fuck God. And I remember losing my appetite and going, oh, I remember this, but man, I wanted to be yeah. hungry right now. <laughs> but they're, um, they've been, uh, um, my wife's been using them uh, to microdose and this was like an experiment kind of just to see how that would react with her. And it's been like doing wonders for her. So we thank you deeply for them. You're welcome. Man. I really appreciate that's, it. That's, yeah, dude, that's awesome. For, for. When you told me that that's kind of why you started doing that in the first place, just because you wanted to help other people and, mm -hmm. you know, people that you care about and people you served mm -hmm. with, like, it's just mm -hmm. awesome, man. And, um, yeah, I'd like to get into that, but first I'd like to go back to what we were saying off air because I lit, <laughs> yeah, I lit up sure. a bowl, Shane's <laughs> scraping Keith and we're, <laughs> which i was just doing the other night it's a little and, job uh, i have an interview tomorrow there you go there you go and bryce was like how do you guys deal with that because he does he can't deal with it most of the time you said like a good portion of the time it's like very anxious and nightmarish kind of trippy i don't Pretty smoke much, yeah. weed that's it's all illicit uh what is that uh alleged alleged it's alleged alleged, alleged. yes <laughs> allegedly for any allegedly job future jobs listening because i thought right. i was going to work for myself the rest of my life <laughs> so we were talking about that and how like weed is super fucking psychedelic and 
it doesn't usually come off that way, but it absolutely can. And it's done it to me out of nowhere and given me a horrible trip. Like literal <laughs> trip. Yeah. So, and that was just smoking it, not eating it or anything like that. Yeah. So I can definitely relate. It doesn't happen to me anymore, it seems. Knock on wood. Dude, smoke a whole lot of fucking weed. Just sit one night and just smoke a shitload of fucking weed to the point where you're like greening out. And then just like, just sit there, bro. It'll fucking get you. Well, that that is, I think, <laughs> I think it's now built into me that I can't go past a certain, like if I start taking a really big hit, uh huh, like it hits pretty quick. Like suddenly I'll see a kaleidoscope. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And go God, with okay. it. Go with it. Let it take your ego. It happened to me the other day. It was only like a quick 10 second one, but it was like, oh, yeah, I don't need to take no mushrooms or nothing no more. I ain't smoking no DMT. Dude, it's instantaneous. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. 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 My curious mind is satisfied. My curious mind is satisfied. You get that too? Yeah. Um, Well, he's probably recognizing from mushrooms too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you must have been did it tell you, like, did you get the message and, like, every time it, you've gone back ever since, it's been like, yo, I already told you. So, my theory on that, man, uh, I don't, this is just my theory, is that if you're getting that message, you're not fixing yourself. Yeah. If that if that makes sense, you're not yeah. fixing yourself. I'm telling you, go fix your shit first Fuck. and then come back. Yeah, it's almost and like, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Okay, um, no, no. sorry. No, I um, like it. I went through, so, uh, man, I grew up like a hardcore Christian and stuff, so drinking, alcohol, drugs, whatever you want to call that stuff was like a huge Mm no-no. Then I joined the service, and then I started to drink, and then eventually started smoking, and I've always had this, like, thought about mushrooms since I was, like, 13. I used to watch, like, videos of guys eating mushrooms and just laughing a lot, so I thought that'd be super fun. I was like, no, that's devilish, because my mom, my parents were like, that's, that's evil, whatever. Absolutely. So I finally did them at an age, like, at the age of, in, in uh, 2020, I did them, finally, after, like, being a fucking, whatever. And that shit, like, snapped me into, like, an atheist almost, not quite, not like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, something yeah. that was like, yeah, it, it broke my whole, like, what, whatever you want to call that. And, uh, but the bad thing about that was that that night was so beautiful that I would go back every Friday night and try to redo it again. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. It, it like I went through like this when this I was like, 16. Ah, okay. so it was a little easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I kept trying to chase that like high again. And I ended up like just, I don't know, falling, falling into a dark hole. Kind yep. of because I couldn't get that yep. high again. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I just stopped doing them for a while. And that just made my ego grasp at something that made sense. And that was you that usually kind of fell into like a selfish type of uh mindset yeah. to make myself feel better, if that makes sense. And yep. um so after a few years, that's um sorry to go on a rant, but um, No, not at all. No, we want this, this. is what okay. you're on here for. Yeah, okay. man. So um after a few years uh i i this past summer last may may 20th i hit like a really uh dark spot and uh marriage was just about done because i was just not in the right spot and so uh she knew about this place that i went to and they'll and, and they'll take veterans and send them to like uh 
all these like uh grew uh all these uh, sinners and you pretty much do psychedelics and um that shit tore me the fuck open like uh holy fuck balls i've never experienced something it, it, it was terrifying but yet like the first two nights the first two times that i did that t-ship it was like being dragged to hell and just like being killed over and over and over and over yeah. and over yes <laughs> and um Jeez. so then i've had that yeah, one yeah you yeah man oh dude and so the third night was better. Fourth night was good. The fifth night was like absolutely amazing. Wow. And like, I don't know, I can't explain it, but like I, before doing this, I was like, man, all this is, is just some, some kind of chemical compound that makes your brain do certain things. There's nothing special about it. It's whatever. This is retarded, you know, whatever I go there. I like that was gone. Like, I don't think that now, I think there's something else way deeper than whatever you guys want to call that. You know, mm -hmm. the Atheistic. big red button. Like you guys say, uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. It was just, and it like, I don't know. I can't put it into words what the fuck happened. Uh, I turned into like a black panther and I was like, I don't fucking know, dude. I can't. God damn. <laughs> thinking about it is fucking wild. But, uh, oh yeah, dude. There's like, there's no like chronology, yeah. like chron <laughs> chronology, chronology. No, dude. Yeah, man. That's that, yeah. one of those it words. Keeps me. Yeah, you trip hard enough, man. Like, as we often like talk about it, like, it's not for everybody, just like weed ain't for everybody, and yeah. it shouldn't be all the time for anybody. So, <laughs> I smoke too much for sure. Um, but, um, where was I going with that? See, see, uh, see? You see, too much pot, and you public can't say words anymore. <laughs> exactly. Or you, yeah, you go on podcast. No, you were like, talking so the kind of saga. The, the big red Wait, button. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the bit we call it the big red button. Shane and I, yeah. we call it like pressing the I red button, that. where it's like, well, then, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, well, we could have either gone, I guess, but uh, it's <laughs> it's like the the atman the paramatman that they talk about in in spirituality real eastern wisdom and stuff like that yeah. that yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. um which shit being like someone from a perspective of never taking psychedelics or never having that out of body perspective happen to you reading any religious text must be so flat and i remember it being flat and just mm -hmm. being like either it's Either I'm following this or I'm not. You know, mom, dad, do you do I follow? They were very kind yeah. of neutral about it. They took us to church because my dad grew up with the church and he loves the community aspect of it. And yeah. you know, he's the kind of old school American guy that you know pushes all that shit down. He doesn't wonder yeah. yeah. about any of this stuff anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah, to to it's what a difference because post that it's like it, it means everything. Every religious. Mm text that has to do mm. with the mind and consciousness and what's going on with the self is so evident afterwards and in your, it's just beautiful from one tradition to the next Dude. and the red buttons basically like that perspective where you're you can't deny it and it's like oh my god this like i just had charlie robinson on my show um and he was telling an awesome dmt story 
where he was watching waves come in on the beach and then suddenly everything just stopped <laughs> and it's and this whole experience took place and i definitely i was getting chills and some of what he was saying he was talking about the grid and go listen to that episode if you if you haven't but 100 um, yeah but that experience it's like there's so many experiences within uh, within that experience i'm sorry I'm choking <laughs> words. i mean there um, are there are that um just don't make sense if things are linear if things are the way they are supposed to be in <laughs> yeah. material physics like i've yeah. had i've had thought patterns leap out into things happening in the room mm-hmm. like and not not like not just like me seeing hallucinations like it's hard to explain of course somebody like, walking into the yeah. room or exiting the room or writing something specific on a piece of paper and showing it to you right bringing something up at the exact time that you said something in your head like people those kinds of moments on the tv answering your questions they'll be, Dude, you'll be watching yeah. the show they'll be and then they'll look at you yeah <laughs> well that's right yeah and then go back to be in the show like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're getting a little loosey good. It's like hallucination, hallucinatory kind of stories, but at the same time, it's it's undeniable in the moment, and that's what makes the tripping so crazy and unique and and kind of sacred. Once you're done with it, because it's like, I don't remember, but I remember that I was supposed to remember. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was the most important thing. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I've never been able to to really put it into. I don't know into proper words, but I don't like to think yeah. I know any sort of like ultimate truth. But to me, the big red button is simply that you and everything are one. Hundred percent, dude. Yeah, but it's also totally a agree. paradox. We're not. But it's able such a paradox. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, my biggest mystery still is like, it's like even like as like I don't think Source knows where it comes from. And there's also the chaos element involved. I like that the whole source doesn't know where it comes from. Um, that guy Rupert Spira that we've talked mm. about before. Um, but it always has been. It he, always says, been. he says something about like, um, like unified consciousness or, or universal consciousness knows nothing of being a separate entity or a separate being and the separate person you know doesn't know how to be or doesn't understand what or doesn't know the personal being and the personal being does not know uh universal being even though it is universal being yes it's it's uh i'm probably butchering his words a bit but it's like um yeah it's weird (laughs) yeah it's pretty yeah it's I, I, i man i don't know we went to the yeah, I don't know, dude. I feel like this is what like spiritual people are are like trying to do is can, like bridge the two. I don't know if that's possible. It, right. I mean, it, uh, uh, to some I extent, could, I agree. Though, that's what they're doing. I, I mean, that's I, what they're attempting. And like, like psychedelic experiences themselves. That's kind of doing it. At least, oh, I mean, I guess it depends yeah, on yeah, how you yeah. can look at it, but. But no, well, it would have to be something that would impact the whole world without a, without a substance, without a... How the fuck... Okay, okay, I guess you... Okay. 
and that's Never what they mind. think my point is invalid now no i don't th- i mean the the idea i don't know what i was about to say oh okay okay well i mean i just spouting shit too but, but then like i don't know they there's people with the theory that like you wake up every day like you're just switching bodies you're in a new body every day but uh sure. you have Why all not? of its memories so like you just keep being you think you're that person and then I don't, it's, yeah. it's almost like that's too specific it's almost, it's too specific you know like yeah 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 100%. because that red button the most permanent undeniable part of that red button is all of these little dramas fall right away as part of ego yeah you know, like 100%, i mean yeah, dude, yeah. You no know, like there's i've talked to a lot of near-death experiences on this show and i connect with mm-hmm. them a hell of a lot even though i've never had technically a near-death experience mm-hmm. but yet their experiences sound a lot like my gnosis and psychedelics mm-hmm. but um yeah there it is again i can't remember where i was taking that but <laughs> this is all juice this is all gravy let's just <laughs> you know well i was gonna say like one of the most permanent parts about that the the whole drama's falling away is that i think i've said it before so much of what we consider pure or higher or real being is more of the ego you know and we just attach it we do the oh this is my higher self my highest self my god self whatever um you know he's traveling around the universe he's doing all these things he's living thousands of like all of it's kind of a fiction no matter how deep you go like at the root because that's what falls away right like and you guys take take what i'm saying and then just go with it like it is the falling away of all of your fictions this process Yes. What you say? I agree. I, I agree. Uh, I do agree 100% that uh, the second ceremony that we had was that. That was like, that's what I had. Uh, it, was, it was like fighting my ego, I guess, or my ego fighting, going to the place where I didn't want to go. And once I let go and went there, it's like everything, all the dramas, all the bullshit that I've been like, whatever, causing and all the ego, the, uh, um, um egoic mindset of just like i gotta like cling on to all this bullshit just dropped away and once it drops away i realized that like nothing really fucking matters if that makes sense like yeah i I say that like something of course that made me black for a while but like yeah yeah, not not walking the line thank you thank you you yes you can fall into that toxic positivity or yes. that black hole that black pilled absolutely yeah. yes yeah Oof, that 100%. was well worded and you know there have you seen that meme where there's two guys on a bus looking out opposite sides of the window and one person says yeah. nothing nothing matters and he's like all sad and shit and mm-hmm. the guy on the other side is like nothing matters yeah yes. dude. yeah it's yeah. like playing yeah. fucking minecraft dude i've been playing minecraft for like 16 years <laughs> like so like literally since it fucking came out or how old the game is but like yeah. i still play it dude i still play but you have to come up with what the fuck you're gonna do you know you have to give yourself a fucking point like yeah, yeah. there's objectives yeah. and stuff like you get achievements for like you know cutting down your first tree and then you know crafting your first thing and you know right. but there's no like storyline really like, no, it's up to you to mod the fuck out of it. <laughs> Bring your friends. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, dude. man. 
And I think uh, we have a pretty sizable contingency in the general conspiracy community that would say, well, that's the whole Luciferian plan. Turn it into a you thing. It's all about you and your God and all that. And I, I really do think, and I'm sure we've talked about this before, but I love getting new perspectives on just these same conversations sometimes. Um, you know, it's like... Uh, I don't know how to put this into words really now that I think about it. Yeah. I totally blanked. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a very long oh, fucking good. day today. I'm sorry, guys. He works two jobs now, people. Yeah, two isn't that bad. No. It shouldn't be that bad, but I, yeah. I'll come around to good thinking here. <laughs> I just I knew I just um, wanted to get on a show and start talking and get um just back into the flow of go. things. Well, and yeah. like take a I, break. Uh, from, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, please. I'm talking vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I I think like I think my biggest thing about the whole just psychedelics and like especially if you're it's done in the big controlled group setting and, and it's controlled and you know things are common and people aren't going crazy shit starts fucking weirdly happening like you'll start i don't i don't know what the fuck to call it but it's like you start connecting with people that you've never met because there's a lot of people there that i had no idea who the fuck they were it's kind of yeah yeah and then after the like that the like first or second time doing it somebody would walk up to me and be like, hey, did this happen to you as a kid? I was like, the fuck? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah, and she's like, what yeah, the dude. fuck? That's and so nuts. that's like, and I don't, into, like, dude, I don't know territory. how to, like, part of me is like, maybe they like, this is this is the, um, the, um, I guess it's my mind fuck with me or something, but it's trying to like make sense of it all, where it's like, you know what, maybe they somehow, did research on you or something i mean it's not likely okay it's not likely. Right, but right. and they somehow found out that oh this happened to you so they're trying to like get you to like go with it and get more into it whatever but i doubt that so i'm just saying that the shit that they would like talk to me about like uh i broke my shin during training and uh the guy that was laying next to me after the first night was like dude i saw you get up to go piss and I swear to God, your shin was like broken. Did you ever break your shin? I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, why? He's like, your left shin? I was like, yeah. So Whoa. that kind of shit, dude. I don't Whoa. I don't know if I can like make dude. up it, but that's, wild. That's, that's what like set me for a loop. Yeah, yeah, man. Those kind of experiences. I guess that's what we were saying before. It's like those un, undeniable ones. Like I had one very similar to that where a friend was telling a story to a group of us and I was tripping a couple of people were tripping he wasn't and he starts telling like one of my childhood stories like something really really obscure and like yeah like listening to him describe the details was like so creepy because it was like yeah that's kind of how I would have worded it like it was the yeah. creepiest like a story that was not something that my buddies had known it wasn't like so super embarrassing or anything but like it was just, just a random little weird story like, i can't yo, even I was remember picking what it up was. my fucking triceratops out of my fucking toy box in the left corner of my room <laughs> something like that yeah something to do with i can't remember it's completely yeah, yeah. gone as if you know and 
it, it just the weirdest feeling. And I know people that have felt like everybody's reading their mind and stuff like that. And obviously that's not happening on like a macro level, but something is going on to give that feeling. And I'm very, I'm just always curious about what is that mechanism in the, in consciousness that is at least creating that feeling and image to us here in duality, working with these human brains. Like what is this, what are these substances doing? Because for the most part, I kind of agree with Huxley and all them that the psychedelics kind of just hold the door open for the brain. You know, it's like, they fit with the brain, just like cannabis. You know, Shane and I talked to a doctor about the cannabinoid system of the human body and how we have like, what was it? 64 or 6,400 or something, something crazy. All these receptors for different cannabinoids that do different things. And the same goes for psilocybin. And my God, they just did that study that uh, psilocybin attaches to the same receptors as like the SSRI drugs or whatever it's called, Mm -hmm. the antidepressant drugs, like by leaps and bounds, like thousands of times more effectively. Um, Mm. And I don't understand the science. I don't really know what that means, but you know, it's clearly what is supposed to be happening to make people feel better. But it's doing it in such a more natural way, you know. Need some mushrooms. And I'm much healthier. Yeah, much healthier. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm. I personally not not a fan of microdosing. I do it, but uh, if my, it's the way that I like to do it is like every two to three weeks, do about two to three grams, <laughs> out in the woods by yourself. And that usually sets me good for like a month, and then I'll go back and I'll do it again. Wow. And I just, I, I don't have time now because I, I, I've got a toddler and change, you know, it's just. <laughs> yeah, I hear that, man. Really Dude, that. <laughs> Dude, I always, the image I always have now that I'm a dad and a husband and a this and a that. And I know these are I all know. costumes I wear, as Ram Dass yeah, would have yeah. said, you know, but like, um, you have regardless to. of that, I see them all as skyscrapers and city lines all being built up parts of my life. And I'm like, I know these are just constructs that I'm that well i quote unquote that the world we are creating but at the same time like so so, but i don't want to knock them i can't knock any of these down i've decided that these ones need to stay and so i'm so nervous about ever doing it again i may not i may i may not but i may do the the low very low dose i don't have really much interest in breaking through and i don't know maybe i'll come to that point in my life at some other time to really go the distance again because yeah there's always that part of me that wants to and shane you and i talk about that fear well the whole point is getting past that fear Mm -hmm. we both know that too and on the Mm -hmm. other side of it is that salvation but i've always wanted to try to get back there myself without it you know yeah that's been meditation really arduous vicious process of giving up and trying again over and over again you know yeah but i've had friends that have gone the distance and have definitely accessed some parts of their minds that were to them they said uh similar to psychedelic experiences but much uh without like filters or something just much cleaner clearer much much clearer and uh, can take much more back with you I totally agree. Uh, I, before going on this uh, veterans retreat, I would never like meditated. I wasn't, uh, whatever. Coming back, mm. I don't do it. I, sh- uh, or okay. Um, I haven't done it in like two weeks because of Christmas and stuff, but I'll do it 
um, about 45 minutes um, from like 4 a.m. to about 4.45. And um, I, I go places. Like I get to that point. Not all the time, but there's there's moments in the, where I do. And the, the last one uh, that I had was that I, uh, I don't know how to make sense of it. Um, I turn into like a giant. Ugh, this is going to sound really dumb. Love I it. turn into like a like a giant, but uh, my hands and my feet felt like they were huge, and I took out a breath and it felt like I like breath like like my breath let go of life. And then for some reason I had somebody in my head, uh, this guy on his horse. Um, he was like going in, in circles and he was screaming, "Pay attention to the hawk!" over and over. And then I then I snapped out of it. I was like, "What the fuck was that?" I wasn't on nothing. I I, I wasn't you know on shrooms or smoke weed or nothing. It was pure just sitting in, in my car and dead silence. And I got to that point where something about a hawk. No idea wow. what, what the fuck that means or why I would hear that, but yeah. well, pay attention to the hawks. For yeah, sure. dude. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, man my, I know, my, man, my wife gets messages like that all the time. And, and you know, half the time Thank I'm like, really. Okay, but then two days later, something <laughs> will happen. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> like, the, <laughs> She's just slowly wearing me down where it's like, okay, yeah, she's totally full blown psychic and I don't know what to do about it. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's just nuts. I've never been able to, to consistently meditate. And there has been one time where I, it's like, it was about, I was about to fall backwards into the pool. You know, that's, it was that feeling. And it was like, Oh, and I like caught myself. I was like, son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn you, the you inside that is scared and did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's crazy for sure. So, Bryce, I totally what, understand that. What uh, what do you what? think about um, like the new huge push for psychedelics going on right now? Like, with, oh, dude, and like, yeah, it, what, yeah. What do you think about it? I mean, it. it is it reminiscent of uh, the '60s? Is it like a good thing? Is it? But what do you think? Man, I'm still trying to like figure out like what the fuck? Why? Like how come they're pushing it so hard? Mm-hmm. Right. And not only that, but I mean, I'm also now that I've done the ceremony and it, it was in like a controlled fashion with a uh, uh, a dude that's been doing it for or. For a long fucking time he's, he's old and he's been doing that shit forever so it was controlled and you had people there that would and yeah and i think that's the way they should be done and mm-hmm. especially if you want to go deep so i don't and i get you know there's times where you can do like smoke some weed dmt i think should be done in like a ceremony i don't think it should be done just for fun it's some crazy yeah. shit um Psilocybin, <laughs> I think it should be done microdose wise, but I don't think you should like do it to get high and go trip balls because it's not there for that. And that's what I think. I don't know why they're pushing it. My theories is that it psychedelics can create like this, uh, in my opinion, can create like this narcissistic viewpoint of yourself mm. if you're not careful. I don't, maybe I'm wrong. I just, I kind of feel like if you, if you're not in the right, Absolutely. mindset and you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah dude it's, yeah, that, it, it, it's it, that bad side to that red button where you take it all the wrong way yeah. and suddenly mm-hmm. yes yeah well, yeah so yeah. to sound like a crazy christian or something right 
That's the Luciferian <laughs> ideology. Yeah, the dude. Luciferian ideology is I'm God, you're God. Yes. We're all, we're all different gods and we're all our own gods and we rule this nothing world, this world yeah. of darkness yeah. down here. And that is a miss. That's the narcissistic failure of the message because it's that we're all oh, emanations yeah. from this one thing that we like to call God, which just means good. Yeah. yeah talking about that. Yeah. The man. Um, box saga. Dude, I got a call. I got a um, call. I got a call real quick. Hold that thought. You you won't forget no. it like I will. Right. Okay, good. <laughs> I got to call out the band Kingston wall. Cause I want to know what's, what's going on. This band is, I can't remember where they're from and I apologize, but they're, they were awesome. They were very psychedelic. They were heavy and they wrote a song called Altland East all about the box saga. I've even featured like part of their songs on like a couple of my posts on Instagram and stuff like that. But uh, it's uh, all the lyrics are exactly to do with the story and everything. Yeah, it was wild. And so I reached out to them and I was like, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm this, I'm that. Here's my links. Here's this. You know, I run a, a box saga telegram and all that. I've spoken with all of them. Would you like to come on and, and share your perspectives? You know, uh, how, what do you think of it now compared to what you thought then? Blah, blah, blah. And they sent me back a formal message saying, uh, thanks for your interest. Uh, Kingston Wall will have no part in speaking of anything to do with the box saga or any of the ongoings with it. And I was like, oh, that's totally understandable. No problem at all. I can't imagine. I can imagine perspectives can change over time. Just trying to be pleasant, you know? Um, And I said, but, you know, as a a podcast host and, you know, trying to do some research, um, I'm always open-minded and skeptical what changed your mind? What maybe uh, led to something like this? And uh, I've gotten no response. They left me on scene, man. They saw it and they were like, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> so I think somebody's it's interesting. Trying to fucking kill him. Very weird. No, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't go yeah, that, that far. It could be just as simple as they decided it was a crazy cult. Fine let them yeah. you know that's fine i know people that do think that and i know that they haven't dug through the depths that i have or the people that still hold on to it i mean bryce you're in that that box saga channel yeah. on telegram right yeah you've at least glanced and seen some of the conversation that goes on in there you think those guys are half ass yeah. guessing <laughs> i do man no offense to okay i'll say this i can't keep up like I just, I just can't. I, I try to. It's just like, okay, it's dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not skeptical of the box saga. It's just the only thing that makes me kind of question things is the whole sucking your own dick thing. It's like, you know what? Yeah. I'm not Suck like I get. <laughs> I get like what you're saying is that you know if we saw people doing that of color or somebody else from a all different tribe, it would be nothing. It'd be like, oh, whatever. But if you see yeah, white it's guys, an episode doing it, of like, National Geographic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, whatever. But if you see white guys doing it, you're like, what the fuck? So it could be just me, me, like, isn't that funny? Program, yeah, yeah. You so know? I totally and get that. I, it's still, 
It's hard too ahead, for me as someone that speaks on it all the time. And I'm sure there's people out there like, oh, that guy probably sucks his own dick. And I absolutely <laughs> do not because I can't even it do I don't, I don't do yoga, first of all. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah. I, when we had Michelle Merle, who's you know, a, if anyone's seen the Box Saga documentaries, he's the guy with the dark hair uh, that's in all the documentaries talking about it. Okay. Um, he, I think, off air or maybe at the beginning of the podcast, Dan Anaki Dan was like, "Yeah, how do you do that anyway?" <laughs> and Michelle just goes whoop and puts Put his leg, leg right behind his head. He's like, like that. <laughs> it's like, holy. God, it's like <laughs> no i i and i strong i've said this to, to I, a lot of people I in that telegram channel that i don't like think not we actually are, but i don't think we are meant to go backwards regardless of whether it was a outside impact or whatever happened to us that may have disrupted this old system life is life reality Dude, what if is reality. we all just nature get as, is like nature. smart as fucking stephen hawking if we start sucking our own dicks oh dude. my god no <laughs> i don't know <laughs> But so that's what I'm saying. Like life is life and nature is nature. And we're talking about this old heathen tradition that follows nature to a T supposedly. Well, it, we may be, uh, nature may be out of whack, I guess, but is nature out of ever out of really, is it ever really out of whack when we're hitting the red button? And it's like th this earth story, because that's, I'm so involved with like the crazy consciousness conversations as well as the box saga the box saga is a very material story about our human history yeah. but obviously where the conversation ends is fucking consciousness and universality and what is it and you know so it's it's the story doesn't start and end with box saga it's just a very important piece of our history and the deception that's been going on and i mm. think mm -hmm the main connection to anything spiritual is what has been put in place f over the box saga, which is basically all of our spirituality. Yeah. That at least that at least is handed to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I do but, agree. Uh, but yeah, what else you guys want to talk about? <laughs> this is a free flow. It's just like, that just sounds like, like it's hard for me to wrap my head around that. Like, because that sounds like super uh, atheistic to me. Like, it sounds like, oh, yeah, you die and there's nothing. Which part? The saga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Cause dude. I'm just because, no. like, like, it's like, it's such, a, it's, it's, like it's such a linear thing, you know? And does it like the saga? Don't you like, like come back through? Like, you, 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 you go to the tree, the sun picks you up and you're replanted back into your life correct it's kind of like uh correct or am, well, am i wrong kind of so i think there's parts of that that are there so the bee leaf idea is is literally being yeah. the leaf and you know yeah. we're, our our ashes were planted underneath the family tree because all families had the family tree back then and of course we can see all the tree cutting being a monumental moment in history at a number of different points, very symbolic. Um, but the ashes would go under the tree. So then the tree with the nutrients would suck it all up with the rest of it. And it would go up through the root and through the trunk and through the branches and eventually to the leaf. And then the leaf would fall. And I can't remember the rest, but it's in <laughs> previous episodes for sure. But um, the, the idea of our, 
spirit, I believe, getting sucked back into the like centrifugal um, or centrifugal. Is that how you say it? Centrifugal energy in uh, the toroid field or whatever in the pole or how it used to be. Supposedly, mm-hmm. we'd all get recycled back through. So it's funny how they have that story, right? And mm-hmm. in just general conspiracy theories, we have a soul trap story. We've got like the cyclical story. Like we have a lot of the, the like little elements as if, you know, we've always heard that, you know, every urban legend starts from like a, a simple truth almost. And this is kind of a good example of that, you know, where we have all these crazy myths that jump off of it, but we may have like the core story, you know, it's pretty cool. It's pretty yeah. cool. It, it, there's a, what do you make? I mean, this is something that like, like, uh, smells that kind of makes me kind of like, what the fuck? Uh, the goat and the ape, the, the, oh, goat, the goat and the ape. It's kind of like it's very weird. what the fuck. Like to me, it, it doesn't seem to make sense. But again, I'm not. I do. You guys like you box. You guys are way beyond me. So I just listen and I watch and read. Oh yeah, but, and like I, is I, is box saga like too. evolutionists? Like were they like like a super primal primate and like a super primal fucking goat? Like where they were closer to being the same thing. And, you know, nowadays a goat and a monkey look a whole lot different. <laughs> I don't know about or, that. You know, That's a good question. Um, and, you know, to me, apparently that would be skeptical. millions of years ago. It, well, they say Paradiset, the Paradise Time was, you know, it ended 50 million years ago, they said. Yeah, so potentially hundreds of millions of years. Um, so my take on it is it might be astrological. Whereas, like, mm. the goat and the monkey, I think the monkey represents Aquarius, but I could be wrong. Somebody will correct me. Um, I saw that. I, no, I, somebody said that in the uh, telegram. The ape represents. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Sorry. Might, might be. I can't. I, it was probably Dustin. Dustin, he's the one that's working a lot of this stuff out, but there's a lot of great people in there, but um, yeah. Then the goat would represent Capricorn, right. Or Mm -hmm. Aries Mm -hmm. or both. I don't fucking know. Um, (laughs) But yeah, the goat, of course. Yeah. 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 I don't know. But the thing is like, so it, it might have something to do with like, yeah. When that creation happened, but the, thing that i'm curious about is like we've been lied to so much that Mm. we're missing so many pieces in the middle that even if that is the truth that we're a hybridization of a ape and a goat that it completely seems ridiculous because we're missing so many pieces in between you know what i mean and the other angle the other Why hasn't a box saga saying, person taken a monkey and a goat and made them fuck it to make it dear a person? Dear Lord, that's an interesting idea. <laughs> um, and well, and science would absolutely say that's probably not viable at all either. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, but you know, there are weird pictures of people with horns and not just disfigurements, but like old paintings of like it being kind of like. They, they were adorned with like gold horns. around them and stuff like that, like horns coming protruding out of their heads. And that may have been 
Catholic symbolism, sure. But where did that come from originally? Why would it be that way? Because the goat was being suppressed. Because that meant that whole heathen culture was being suppressed. So it's like you gotta see what what item you're talking about is downstream or upstream from the other in history before you can go, oh, that's where that comes from. You know, it's like, well, if the horns are just you know, a demonization of heathens, like, well, that's just part of the story because to begin with the goat itself needs to be scary and bad for that to make them scary and bad. Right. So why is the goat scary and bad, you know? And so it already is suppressed. I don't know. I'm going all over the place here. No, no, Uh, no, no, no. Um, But, um, that, so that's kind of my idea. And the other idea is that, um, I, I often say that the bad guys don't really ever create lies. They just take what's already true and manipulate it or hide pieces of the puzzle and stuff like that. So it's interesting that at least one side of the box saga creation story has stuck. So it's weird that like, if they were trying, I don't know if it, it's just, I'm not sure how to word it, but like the ape part stuck around for some reason this crazy weird box yeah. saga story that is clearly very old whether it was just one family telling this crazy story for generations and it wasn't true or it was true one way or the other it's clearly older than eeyore bach there's too much for him to have put together himself it's impossible Dude, um, yeah 100%. too many things that we found yeah. out confirmed after he was already dead that he didn't know about when he was alive like things that he didn't bring up that we've found since you know so um but um so it's just weird that the ape part is true you know and this story has been around since way before we knew about that and way before darwin you know so it's like why would the ape part stick around that is kind of weird that we came from an ape and i don't know we're (laughs) for some people this is a weird conversation i'm sure but you know it's just trying to get to the roots of everything and these topics are weird (laughs) yeah i guess like something something else that kind of stuck out to me is that almost wherever you look there was like people people taking goats and like sacrificing them for like their gods or whatever and that to me came off like why the goat why the goat Mm -hmm. like how like Mm -hmm. how, how far back like does that go and it's like to me it came off as oh you gotta like kill your mother in order to like for whatever reason i don't Ooh. that's just my well mind that's an interesting I point mean, man I, oh, I like that though because it, it immediately made me think of the destruction of the divine feminine so it does kind of connect. That's, I mean, shit, I don't, I should bring that, that up in the telegram the chat. Like the idea that the goat yeah. in the box saga story is the nanny goat. It's the, it's the female part of the story is interesting that of course that's suppressed and the divine feminine is suppressed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I wonder if we could find like any perspective on Freya being, suppressed in some way more than other aspects of uh, Norse mythology. I don't know. That's again, that's another random, maybe, you know, but that's, you, yeah, we need yeah. to ask these random, you're going to say 10 random maybes and two of them are going to make someone else go, Hey, 
that's not a bad idea. Like maybe we should look further into that. You know, it's yeah. always helpful. But um, I that's another idea about like taking psychedelics again. Now that I know all the things that I know, I know they're just all gonna fall away as fictions at some point down the rabbit hole. But yeah. I I don't know what what really floored me about the box hog to begin with with was this idea of an original language because I felt that and experienced that on a psychedelic trip where suddenly I understood that like syntax itself had like a hidden story inside of it. And it didn't make any sense to me. And of course this is after coming back from it, you can never really explain it the right way, but yeah, it floored me for a long time and I never knew what to make of it. And it wasn't necessarily exactly like this, but when I heard about the root language, I was like, Oh, fuck like it just sent chills down my spine and everything it was like is does this have anything to do with you know it's just it was nuts man but uh yeah 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 <sighs> so um tell us a little bit more about yourself bryce you were a, you're an you're a vet what branch of the military were you in if you don't mind talking in the about that aspect no okay. yeah um i served in the corps for four years I was oh, deployed to uh, Afghanistan twice. When? Got out in 2000. Uh, I went in 2009 to 10. Damn. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. 2010, I went, went and then and I went back from to uh, or I went back in 2011 to 12, and and wow. Then I got out. Uh, came thank back you for home. Your service, man. Uh, yeah. Thank you, man. Oh yeah, you man. Fuck. No worries. Um, <laughs> something uh something that i this is gonna sound uh a little crude i guess but like something that a lot of veterans don't understand is that we didn't serve for our country like like we didn't join for our country and this is gonna sound this is gonna sound i can get that hopefully this doesn't offend people i'm sorry but um we joined to prove ourselves most mm -hmm. of us did not saying that's the case for all of us, but like our ego wanted to go and like prove to our 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 little clique that we're badass. That's mm. usually what it is for me. That's what it was, and I used the like nine eleven freedom shit to like like look you know like as like a way to be like oh you know I'm badass because I'm gonna go fight for your freedom and really I was doing it for myself. So mm. when when people say thank you for your service, I'm like. Don't thank me, man. Like I wasn't doing it for you. No offense. I wasn't doing that, it for you. I've heard that before. I've heard that. I don't totally get me. that, not... but like you fucking went over and did it, dude. I didn't. So I I mean, what am I supposed to say, dude? Like, thank you. Like you've the motherfuckers over there at least. I'll amend my thank you to mean that it's like thank you for going through that and now you get to come back and saying, tell your yeah. story. And like yeah, uh, you know, a good friend of mine. We actually don't speak anymore for a lot of crazy shit that's going on in the world the past few years. He falls on a very different side of the line these days on a lot of, lot of things. But, um, you know, he was very close to me for a long time. He served around the same exact time as you. Uh, I think he was a little bit earlier on his first tour, but like, yeah, same area, Afghanistan. He was in Kabul and all that. And uh, mm, okay. it's just, it takes such a fucking toll. And he's probably yeah. still, hopefully, Shout out to him wherever he is. Hopefully he's doing better than he than he used to. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a whether it's um whether you feel like it's justified or not when you get out, it's like you still went over there and and you 
you did something that a lot of us whether we agree with it or not we don't want to do it because we're fucking terrified <laughs> we don't want to put ourselves yeah. in the line especially for someone else's work so it's like no way like oh my god i can't and but right. i you know so it's it's worth thanking you for in some way, at least, you know, man, <laughs> I, I, I totally, yeah. I totally get what you're saying though. Yeah. It, 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 it was a narcissistic moment of my life where I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. Like I did it for myself mm -hmm. and I would use the freedom thing to like make myself look cool. And then I joined and then I was deployed and I realized this is a load of shit. What the fuck am I doing here? Like, it's just like, what the fuck is going on, dude? And Whoa. that's when I was like, all right, dude, I'm fucking done. Like, this is retarded. Because you go over there to a country that they don't want help. I'm sorry. Afghanistan doesn't want help. I'm not trying. I'm sorry, but they don't. And the people there were super kind, super friendly. And they, but they wanted the Taliban. They did. They wanted to work with, with, with them. And it was just come to a point where it's just like, Nice people, like super friendly. And I you know I I don't have any like hard feelings for those for those people, but they don't want us there. Right. And people get mad about how okay, I'm gonna go off on politics just a little bit. Sorry, That's but right. um people good. get mad about about how we <laughs> um how we just like pulled out. And I, I mean, yes, we pulled out in a very extreme fashion, but we need we needed to get the fuck out of there. Not in that manner, but at the same time, we need to get the fuck out of there. Bring your guys right, back home. Because we shouldn't have been there for that long at all. Exactly. Or at yeah. all. Right, yeah. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. It, yeah. it, it, it was all for money. It was just to make the, the uh, politics richer and i was a pawn and i was used and uh they you know i mean yeah so uh that's well, yeah and so coming back home and then you know dealing with my trauma from all that shit and just you know life and um ayahuasca man yeah uh shout Hell out to yeah. that motherfucker <laughs> that's just great yeah. mother that's ayahuasca crazy, right yeah yeah yeah, what do you guys leads. take like sorry what do you guys take like think about like when it comes to psychedelics and you have that experience especially the like profound experience you're like what the fuck was that what do you guys think that is do you just think it's just like your mind doing its thing to a chemical or do you think there's something spiritual spiritual behind it, it has to, absolutely yeah. something spiritual dude it's there's no way it's my brain makes up fucking like way more than half of the shit i fucking seen dude like it's <laughs> it's such a paradox again because it's almost like you can't mm -hmm. you as an individual can't put yourself in the position of being everything you can't imagine it and then shared yeah. experiences like right the shared who... that shit's nuts dude like my friend and i were laughing <laughs> and talking to each other for a, a while and we weren't using our mouths at all i swear to god it was just and yeah, i guess that's all in our heads right both of us reacting the same way for 15 20 minutes but not saying anything to each other maybe. yeah that was totally yeah. all in our heads yeah maybe but yeah 
there's just again there's just Most way too much uncanniness and i think there's something to what the skeptics say and i think there's something to what a lot of believers will say you know i i really think it's always in the middle somewhere and it continues to do that no matter what we discover you know, like you're getting close. It's like that fractal where the line, the crack is in the middle. And no matter how close you get, there's just more cracks or the crack. It just gets deeper yes, and deeper. Yeah. Like it's no matter where you think the center is, eventually it's not. It's two sides, you know, and you're trying to get it's an and it's an onion, it seems. Mm-hmm. But beyond the onion, I said this online because someone's uh, I'm going to pull it up. It may take a minute, but if anybody wants to jump in, just go ahead singularity that's funny because i was literally just looking up a person that i was talking i said this to and his name on twitter is singularity yeah no shit (laughs) yeah he literally named himself singularity and 4738 others so that way when he friend requests you it for a minute i was like oh Oh, my god God." four thousand seven hundred thirty eight people sent me friend requests (laughs) (laughs) that's great (laughs) but um Oh yeah, there it is. There's no such thing as a miracle. Only things not yet understood. And I don't know where this came from. I was high, and I just replied to him. Eventually, if we survive to this point anyway, we'll come to understand knowledge as a hollow tunnel which we traverse unchanged. On that day, we will also understand that the hollow tunnel never accounted for us to begin with, or how any of this makes sense. Paradox and miracle, same root. That's what I wrote. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It got 12 likes. So people, people dug it. People dug it. And oh, I don't know, good, good. to me, that literally is what I have visualized for a lot of years when thinking about this topic where we're floating through this like big tube and every little speck of this tube all around us as we go through is fascinating. And the more we go, we learn more and more and more. And I guess somewhere within it, we start to think that all these little pieces that we're pulling are uh, are part of us and we're going to bring it with us to do something with it or something. And then eventually you float out of the tube, you know, out of conscious life. And suddenly that tube is no longer there and it had never had anything to do with you to begin with. Oh, and I forgot the most important part is somewhere in that tube also, you're trying to figure out who the fuck you are by verifying it throughout all these things around in this tube Mm -hmm. and then when you leave it's like well oh shit none of that had anything to do with me to begin with yeah that's kind of how i see knowledge and i think that's why it was you know regarded as evil and so i think there is a point so like where i uh, definitely disagree with a lot of layers to the Catholic Christian idea of the evil serpent and the tree and, and all that. At the same time, I kind of, I wonder if there's a, a fine line there where there is a, a layer there that's true, where there is a reason to look at knowledge as not good in a way, because sure, it does what it does, but it will never answer the questions that you want it to. Mm. <sighs> See, now the high has coalesced and I can speak. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody Um, else. Yeah, man. (laughs) So, like, I just... I'm kind of of fucking up my thoughts here, too, but, like... What do you... Like, what do you... What what do you get to once you get into that void, Andy? And you're like, who am I? I don't know. 
There's no that's, body. There's nothing to identify with. That's the weird part. And then the trip ends. So that's where you, you know, either go I, into another tube uh, of ego or you go to singularity. I think you're right. Maybe there's a choice there. And to me, singularity was just infinite love and bliss in every single kind of love you could think of. And in um, between, you know that's always there. Yeah. So you decide to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you that's get bored. Literally the story of Cain. Yeah, yeah. So remember, like, God is always lighting that way back home for uh, maybe not the story of Cain. It's for Adam and Eve, right? It's, he's always the, the way back to heaven is always lit with like the flaming yeah. lance or something. One, you know, I, yeah, I forgot. So, yeah. and that's amazing because it implies that they left the the garden by their own accord, not getting kicked out. Oh, mm. I don't know. Maybe talking nonsense. Maybe I'm stirring up some shit. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, they did take it upon themselves to eat the apple, and they knew that that would get them kicked out. So they did. Either way, you look at it, they did it on their own accord. Dude, yeah. speak of wasn't even a fucking apple, like. There's no yeah. way that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no way. Shout out to Doctor Narco mushroom. Longo. Actually, was ah, yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know even know if he specifically said this, but shout out to him because he's in Florida and he talks about this stuff all the time. Um, in the yeah. channel, in the Box Saga channel, we talk often about the orange possibly being the the fruit. Uh, but then again, it probably wasn't a real fucking fruit, but. <laughs> At There's least, some at least people that say it was them having sex. That's part of it. But like the original analogy being an orange, uh, the original metaphor being an orange, not an apple, mm. because it was all tropical. Everything was tropical back then. You know, an apple is not a tropical fruit by any means. That's up here mm. in the north. Yeah. So it's an is interesting it? I, inversion. I it's like destroying okay. the heathen story while putting a like a northern heathen fruit in the story like here you go just like uh in the box saga like um one of the places where there was like absolute slaughter by catholics uh slaughtering heathens you know there's like a heathen uh memorial put there for like a a king or something and it's like well you know that was put there by catholic monarchs and shit it's like here yeah. you go here you go Here's your little monument. We destroyed your history. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they love to ass. play with their fucking food like cats. Yo, do you see that shit where cats and snakes are the same fucking thing? What? <laughs> <laughs> Man, we got to get back to playing clips, Shane. God this damn it, dude. video was talking about how like there's like almost no cats in the wild that have the slit eyes, but most if not all snakes and reptiles have the, the slit eyes, uh, cats hiss like snakes and they uh, play with their food, specifically mice. It was like a lot of different facts. It was like, this is really creepy. Cause when you think about it, there's tons of serpent symbolism, like all over the world that equates to like yeah. gods and wisdom and gnosis cycles, all that kind of stuff, consciousness. And then randomly cats are worshiped. Yeah. And it's, I know there's a lot of animals that yeah. are worshipped, but like they're worshipped in a very similar fashion to the serpent. Like they're given a lot of the same features and everything, and a lot of the same uh, symbolism. So it's just this is weird. weird. Maybe it was weird some uh, engineering going on there or something. That's Goat kinda... and monkey, you know. 
<laughs> so weird thing um to do with my little trip that i had the um uh, incas where i was at they're the, the, yeah so the, the snake and, and and the cat were like two of their big like gods i guess you could say like and um the two of the big things that you see uh while you're tripping on that tea stuff is is um it um it's a snake a spider and a, a, a cat and uh oh, it's weird that you mentioned all that shit because it's just like talking about you know the snake and the cat and then i think about my trip as a how i was seeing this it's just yeah, yeah. super random but 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 yeah yeah well you know what i would what about this what is what is about the spider really because like I thought I, of its I, web instantly because the grid or the web, I'm sure, I think Shane and I have talked about that. Bryce, have you ever seen the grid? On the, mushrooms, dude. Fuck yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. It Shit just was encompasses crazy. everything regardless of the contours or shapes. Like yeah. it's literally yes. like the fabric of reality or the matrix. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of my, <laughs> my first so trip. Creepy. Um, in the woods, I'm about I think it's about seven grams. Um, Shit. yeah, yeah, now that's <laughs> yeah. a heroic dose. Take that, McKenna. <laughs> um, that should, yeah, so I'm re- me and my brother. Uh, he took about three grams, but um, I took seven, about seven, I'm gonna assume because I took five, then I ate more, but yeah, um, <laughs> we're laying down on the, the dirt, and I tell him that I'm gonna like die and he's like you're gonna die i was like it's okay and i immediately just like black out and i see i don't know if you want to call them gestures but but they're like they look like clowns and they're they're swinging on on this uh on this like swing thing and uh they're like you better hold on buddy i was like what the fuck (laughs) and then like i'm like shot the fuck out of my body and i see like space and i see numbers and like all these spirals i don't know if they're like whatever and then um, I see Earth, and it's like a like a big grid, like a big fucking like grid system. And I come back to Earth, and I see like, dude, I, I can't put it into words, but it was just like the, the, the like trees had like numbers on it. Uh, my brother was like in the grid system, but he was stuck, and and I was getting this message that I'm supposed to save him, and but he didn't want to be saved, and so it was fucking weird and then i go start talking to trees and these trees are like I, I back then i didn't know what the fuck but they had like big beards and they kept telling me like you need to get out of here you need to leave and i, I was like okay so i i just walked away and i started like uh talking to myself and my brother he's freaking out because he yeah and uh i get this message it was this is where things can get bad for people is that i was told that i'm god that mm-hmm. I'm the one that I, I'm the one that's chosen, and uh, I need to tell the people that they need to know this. And I don't I don't know what what I needed to know that to uh, to to tell them, but they told that the, the mushroom said, "Hey, you need to tell them this." And I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, what, dude, we literally I had yeah. same same identical experience. And yeah, I, just to yeah. cut it, to please, I want you to finish. But are you familiar with the song by Tool, Rosetta Stone? Oh, dude, yeah. No, 100 percent dude. Uh did that I, ruin I your life and terrify you when you read those lyrics too? Because <laughs> my God, when I re- I read it post, you know, of trip having yeah, all that, yeah. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, dude. What it's, is uh, happening? Yeah. Um 
which in turn made me feel like I was the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. Thankfully, I see this is where we I got to give a shout out yeah, we are. To, uh, <laughs> to being a Christian because um, when I got that message, thankfully, my ego didn't go like get huge. I was like, no, you're not God. You're God's right. up there, whatever. So thankfully, I didn't like, oh, you know, because that's where things get real fucking tricky is when you have that message. And people, and it can get, it can go straight to your fucking ego, make you feel like you are, you know. It has literally thing. created the satanic church, you know. The <laughs> yeah. it, it's yeah. it, and you, that's the confusing part, right? Because it's like yeah. our enemies kind of are exactly what Catholicism and Christianity kind of says they are. It's just yeah. not a supernatural thing. It's literally people doing it and mm. being it. And you can argue whether they're imbibed with the spirit of satan or not it, it really doesn't yeah. matter when it comes down to like what we see right in front of us and it's like the satanic panic of the 80s and everything right well kids were clearly having horrible things done to them whether these people were in a satanic church about the god that they are or the god that they believe in with red horns and a pitchfork and shit it doesn't really matter real things were happening and i think the yeah. panic part is the orchestrated part you know it's mm -hmm. what let's as long as we can get people riled up about things that they're starting to culturally not accept anymore you know because atheism was like the rock star thing to be all growing up when i became a teenager it was like yeah no one believes in god like it was all the rage and it wasn't because of satanic metal bands it was just the gnosis of the culture we were growing up in. We were all obsessed with science. We were being shown all of how religion didn't matter, you know, and it was mm. unreal. And from the perspective I have now, it's like, yeah, I don't accept modern religions, but at the same time, I would have seen all that, you know, in hindsight, it's just yeah. crazy, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I totally agree with you, man. The counterculture has been in completely controlled since the very inception of it it seems like the, as soon as the yeah. bad guys found out the rebellion is what gets everyone's attention they're like oh we need to do that then <laughs> you know way before lenin yeah. said let's control the opposition this was happening this is like a very ancient tactic and it's almost not really a premeditated one because how about you guys i know i've talked to shane about this how about you bryce did you find the main conspirator right up here in the head because I know no, I yeah. did, where yeah. beyond all this shit that's going on out there, it all seems to lead right back to you. Hundred <laughs> percent, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I had a yeah. trip where I was like, like convinced nine eleven was my fault as a yeah. four year old. <laughs> <laughs> I was asleep oh, when me. my teacher rolled it, rolled the TV into the classroom. My friend woke me up like, dude, dude, something happened. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. I wish um, I cared. Speaking back about, then, you know? yeah. Speaking about, um, uh, you asked me a question like, uh, what do I think about the uh, push about these like the the psychedelics and stuff? I think, I think they're doing it, man, because it can make you passive to things. Which I don't know if it's bad or not, but it kind of I noticed like it makes you like the government's pushing like you know you're whoever observer. Hollywood like you're getting they're pushing these psychedelics and you're gonna take them because 
you want to be cool, right? So you fucking take them and then you become like a hippie or a passive. Oh, this is how I'm supposed to be. And just let things kind of, and let the government just do their thing while you're just sitting there. I'm happy though, because I'm doing whatever. And I think that's what they're, one of the reasons why they're pushing it is to try to get us to kind of just lay low, just be cool. Yeah, I think there's a strong argument for that, for sure. The there's a passive. lot of people who can take psychedelics and not ever pick up the phone. Like, no offense to any like festival goers, but it's a lot of them there. that fucking yeah. take acid every fucking week, and they never get that fucking message. They're the same Girl. folks that kind of just like watched what was ever hot that summer and listened to what what, what was on the radio yeah, yeah. you know and no yeah. offense to that i know i've said that before like i have friends that have always kind of felt like that my mother's even kind of like that like yeah you know just light about life and fucking god bless her for it you know um and she went through hell growing up too so she's kind of conquered her own demons in a lot of ways so it's like those kind of people deserve to be light on their feet a lot of times but at the same time yeah this is uh this is some heavy, heavy shit. And it's like that passivity that spreads like wildfire. It's kind of weird. I remember that moment on psychedelics where I was like, oh, fuck. The flower children were right. Like I literally <laughs> felt like I wanted to just be covered in nature at this one moment. And I was inside. It had nothing to do with the outside. <laughs> it was just like, I am nature. Oh my God. It's all so, it's just made of love. And I'm like, Oh my God, I sound like my old hippie neighbors. Holy fuck. The ones that used yeah. to hand me crystals every time I walked in their house. <laughs> like, fuck, is that true too? Do I have to buy crystals now? What is happening? <laughs> you know, it's just, it's so, it's become so convoluted and we look down on crystals that Crystals are a but... wild thing. Oh, fuck like, yeah. Um, They're like in our people, brains, like if man. you don't know how to work with them, like you are going to think it's a little crock of fucking shit. Like, yo, these are just fucking rocks. Right. But, yeah. uh, you know, you get, once you shit. learn to, like, feel, like, subtle energies and stuff, you can, you know, in a meditative state, see that's how it affects one. it. Step one is none of us are in touch with ourselves. And mm -hmm. that's what they've, they, what has happened over time, for sure. And it's been facilitated and assisted. But a lot of it is natural. I think the bad guys whoever they are they kind of they'll push a little bit or they'll they'll give like one little push in the beginning or they'll guide like sheepdog here and there but for the most part we create our own paranoid delusions and and terrors and they perpetuate them and they're doing crimes but i'm just saying that, like they're always doing crimes but there's you know a level to it where it's just um provoked insanity too you know Yep. A lot of provoked insanity, and we're talking about the main subcultures that it affects, and we're all kind of a part of those in a way, you know, the UFO culture and all that. It's it's <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of convergence between the psychedelic, Dude. transhuman, the alien topic. It's all kind of converging, and maybe someone could say, well, naturally, wouldn't that? Ha yeah, but this is all very forced and very on purpose. It's a manufactured. Yeah, convergence you know it's so weird because i wish i wish we had the answers why they're doing that and because i noticed though a lot with especially with you know people that i know uh that like to trip a lot and people that went there with like they're very so um sorry i'm getting off subject but no worries um to talk more about you know the psychedelics and like the whole movement 
another weird thing. Like psychedelics for me opened me up to like it changed me. Like it changed my perspective on almost everything. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for the psychedelics, I would have got the vaccine. If if it wasn't for you know and but now it's like the people that are, are that are into like psychedelics are getting the vaccine. It's like right. what the it's, fuck is going yes. on? Yes. You what know, the I fuck had, is going on, dude? Part of my brain goes, well, you're thinking dualities because I think the same way. But unfortunately, it's like, yeah, but that duality is manufactured. It's there on purpose. So that's why it's there. It's not saying it, you know, duality is a limited version of reality for sure. But this one's manufactured. You know, it's very weird. I talk about often how, you know, I'm 38. I, I graduated high school in 2003. And all my rebel friends from back then are on that side of it pretty much and i i'm not saying we're on it is sides it really is unfortunately and i it's i try not to say that but it's undeniable when you get together with people or not Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's really rough um yeah i don't know i'm trailing off here but um yeah yeah i think um Another thing about the whole psychedelic movement is that when I was at that veteran thingy, a lot of them, I mean, are very much into the system. Very much like, I love them. We all had a very close moment, and we and I always hold that moment very, like it was a very precious moment. But at the same time, they, they were very uh, into politics, like really big. Like they're all talking about politics and debating politics, and it's just like. We're here to like get away from that shit, and yeah. you guys, it, it 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 didn't set well with me. It was just like, I, I don't know, man. It's so weird because they're because they're also like big hippies, and they're all like you know about love. Then yeah, they're doing the whole vaccine and whatever. It's just like it's so fucking weird now because when I mean, given I only did I only started doing psychedelics in twenty twenty, May twenty third, and um. It was that was during the whole push. Well, th- that's when the push kind of started. Mm-hmm. Was when the COVID shit came out, and yes. somehow I didn't get caught up in that shit. Thank God. It's just weird how, uh, yeah, that shit's starting to. It doesn't make any sense to me because psychedelics made me like, you know what I'm saying? It, do the well, opposite. Look, you highlighted uh, the other, uh, the other side of the um, the tactic of because you know they make they do the passi- passivity thing, right? They turn everybody into grazing cows but not everybody for the other ones they turn into the liberal people with the megaphones and that was true in the 60s and that's true now the issue the issues that those old liberals were fighting against were way more legitimate than the ones that are happening now though totally agree. like yeah. you know you say that traditional liberal or classic or old school liberal like there's some truth in there the liberal side has as I'm finding out, the more history I learn, the older I get, you become more the other side a little bit, you know, but it, yeah, it's the liberal side is, has not necessarily been full blown leftist the whole time, you know, but now it really is. It, I'm it, no expert yeah. on that. There's many, many books on that topic, you know, but it's, it's just so weird to see like everybody I watch zeitgeist with, you know, thinks that the good guys finally won when like Barack Obama got in there. They just, <laughs> because we, we grew up when we, when our brains were mushy and still blaming our parents for everything and scared of the world. Like 
these Republican redneck psychopaths were the ones that were in office. And of course yeah. now they're, they're all part of the same fucking club, but at the time you didn't know that a lot of us didn't know that. So when they were finally gone and Obama came in and he was all about change and all that, a lot of my friends got swept right up and it really sucks because it was like, shit, thank God we watched zeitgeist because that, totally destroyed any red versus blue bullshit for, you know, it was Mm -hmm. immediate. I never voted. Um, Yeah. It just was so sad to see that fucking happen, man. And they've stuck with the religious part of it. All the liberals hate every aspect of of Western religion. They've stuck with all like that. Like, you know, it's just, uh, you know, where it all comes from. It comes from older stories, like all that, like that was fueled by a lot of like liberal minded ideas to kind of see the bullshit behind a lot of the evil church, you know, the Catholic forces of, that have been around for centuries, you know, like that's the weird part. There's truth on both sides, but it's just like where it's all leaning us as like collectively is, is weirder. I don't know. It's just different. Yeah. 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 Totally. <laughs> I, what, what the hell? I wanted to ask you something else, but I can't remember what it was. It'll come back to me. Um, I'm thinking Good of all word. these things that Shane and I usually talk about when it comes to like consciousness and everything. And it's like, got to bring it up to someone else. Got to get a, you yeah, know, yeah. bounce it off of yeah. more perspectives, you know, this tuning fork. bro. Oh, dude, you got a tuning <laughs> fork. Perfect. You hear that? Yeah, dude. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, guys, it's been a good conversation so far. We don't have to end it here. I'm just kind of not sure where we should go. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've, we've, yeah, we've hit a lot uh, of deep points for sure. Um, sure man. um, how do you use mushrooms to help people? Well, yeah, if you know, if allegedly, I, give them away. allegedly. <laughs> I just give them away, I just <laughs> give yeah. them away, man. Yeah, Hell yeah. you know. Uh, I, I gotta be careful right there. because there are people that will use you for that and i've got yeah. usually i can usually weed them out pretty quick uh i uh i had a guy that i served with again like 30 grams i didn't really serve with him i was in the same unit with, with with him and we got out and stuff and uh he was going through some problems so i said here's 30 grams and like three days later he asked for more like like Ooh. another 30 grams uh, like, he sold them yeah 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 i was like no we're not doing that <laughs> no yeah. not getting involved in a fucking sales ring here that would be bad yeah yeah, yeah. so it's just yeah um but yeah man how long have you been I'm, growing them since 2020 i uh, wow. you jumped right on it and man. then i was like i'm fucking growing these things dude fuck yeah you got it down uh, now. that's awesome yeah and so i can't uh the ones that you got, the uh, squat max, those are potent, not by me. The so with 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 mushrooms, it's all about genetics. And mm-hmm. whoever I got them from, really like he, he took their he took their time with them and really mm-hmm. made them potent. So uh, it's not me. It's just the strain that I got and the guy that made that strain. It's they're really really good. 
Yeah, the yeah, world of mycology they, uh, and mushroom growing is nuts. It's like a whole different dude, world. Like I've grown pot and everything, awesome. but it's so cool. You feel like a real yeah, wacky dude. chemist. Kind of, kind of, yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's it is a lot of fun. It is. Um, it's fun what you can do with them because you can like grow a tub, and then you'll have like all these normal funky like these normal looking ones, and you'll have this one like blob. And you're like, what the fuck? So you take it and you cut it open and you cut out a little, a, a little small piece and you put it in a dish and that grows out. And then you keep doing that until it's clean. And then so, so, and then once you grow that back out, you get a bunch of more blobs and those blobs are like potent as fuck. So you can like keep doing that and keep doing it and get really fucking potent mushrooms. There's one strain out there. Actually, there's a few of them that are like blobs. It's like a literal fucking blob. And uh, I ate like I ate point one five of one and tripped for about three hours. It, wow. it was like okay, yeah. So they're Damn. they're a lot of fun to like mess with and see what you can do with them, and they can look crazy and cool. But it's a whole yeah, lot of that's, fun. That's cool, man. Yeah. And I just love that you're you're helping people and just giving them to the people you care about. You know, it's like um, the time I received DMT from a guy that uh, wouldn't sell it because the gods told him not to profit from it yeah it's like yeah. oh shit yeah. same i'd listen to <laughs> yeah. yeah in that mercy moment i would absolutely listen <laughs> what do yeah, you guys oh go ahead go ahead bryce no okay um it, it to me it's just like when you these things are here for, in, in my opinion i mean we could say that they're just here be, just because they're here and they're here for a total another reason other than us just to eat them. Mm -hmm. But I think that they're here for us. I really do think they're here to, or part of the reason that they're here is to help us. For, so I think it's our duty to like spread that out. Like, Hey, here's something that's natural that grows on the earth. Yes. We, we, yes, we, we, uh, we've taken them and we've made them to something a little bit more extreme, but uh, they're still natural as fuck. So mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's our duty to take that stuff and like help people out. I So yeah, man, I, I really do. I kind of agree with you that it was like, quote unquote, for us. And it's like, even animals eat them like reindeer love Amanita muscaria. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why they yeah. fly, right? You know, <laughs> uh, it's like the um, it's just part we're part of nature and they're part of nature. We're part of this conglomerate. I once heard Duncan Trussell talk about consciousness as like an invading entity not really in a negative way though and people yeah. might be like yeah that's because he's a satanist he's trying to indoctrinate everybody <laughs> I, <laughs> but like it was a really cool description because it really is it's like it comes in and just animates us all and like operates within this biosphere or something like that mm. but it's like almost like an alien life form we like we are the alien and the bodies that or the life itself of the planet is also conscious right like everything is so the whole thing is like being animated by this entity and it's just a fun sci-fi analogy but you can kind of take that to the you know the more spiritual uh anal yeah what, what am I trying to say? Like the metaphoric kind of realm of it and, and, and look at it that way. It's like that, that does kind of ring, ring true a little bit where it's like, that's kind of what we say where it's like Sophia in Gnosticism, uh, you know, 
the demiurge is her desire to know her creation. You know, the demiurge is not some separate entity, but we make it into it and it's almost like an egregore. And it's almost like we, like, we are the egregore, <laughs> you know? That's weird. Maybe that's the title of the show. We are the egregore. We are the egregore. Uh, it just sounds badass. It at least has to be a death metal song or something. Hell yeah, dude. Let's write it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, let's do it. Dude, Jeff is writing some. Oh. Some, oh, yeah. Oh, some. Oh. Oh, he ain't sent He's it writing. To me. Oh, well, he sent it to me because it's like very. um, It's very fanboy. Tesseract. Te- te- it's very fanboy Tesseract. Like a little, you know, very inspired by that. And he knew that I would just melt over it. So shout out to Jeff oh, Fernandez. Yeah. We got to do another horns up soon, by the way. I'm dying to. Um, let's find a musician to get on that we know. I'll, I'll talk to the few I know. <laughs> I can get, I can probably get a couple of guys from Alica on. From what? You, Alica. A-L-A-K-A. A-L-U-K-A-H. Aluka? Alica. Oh, Aluka. Okay. I feel like I have heard of them either through you or... Probably through me. Yeah. Um, they're on uh, Stay Sick Records. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. Hell yeah. They're, I like everything you show time. me. They're like, pretty sick. They're like they're actual like death metal band. Love it. It's cool. Yeah. It's pretty fuck cool. They're pretty, they're badass, dude. Bryce, what kind of music do you jam to? Not the same kind of stuff, man. Uh, oh. Yeah. yeah, you're in the military. Yeah. You're, you're in the Marine Corps. They yeah. they love metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My yeah, both, um, both two brothers came back at different tours, telling me how much death metal was blasted over there everywhere. Yeah. yeah, dude, for sure, for sure. <laughs> That's I awesome. think one of my favorite bands would be prefer. Uh, fuck, how you say it? Uh, Periphery. Per- yes, Periphery. yes. I uh, the yes, Periphery. Bulb love periphery dog. Mr. Yeah, dude. Yeah. They're wild. I have a whole bigger appreciation <laughs> for them now than I used they to. Are. I hated them for a while. Um, like, what is what is this? And then man, they've just at first, dude. Amazing. At first, yeah, same here. At, at first, I like I there's a song that I liked, and then I listened to more. I was like, the fuck? And then I looked then I started to, to, to like listen to it more. I was like, now I fucking love them. They're fucking yeah. they're they're fucking beautiful, man. They're, they're, their music is just like, god damn. Dude, reptile! Yeah. Oh my god! Reptile, dude! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that song. They're putting out like the strength of yeah. the universe at heart. Oh, that was beautiful, Struck man! The wave. Stroke the wave, what? The energy. <laughs> dude, Spawns has some killer vocal moments song. on the past few albums. Ever since Periphery Two, I've that said it on Spawns. Yeah, that was P Two. Ever since they toured with Protest the Hero, he has been like, "I gotta kick it up a notch." Dude, fucking uh, what's his yeah, name? Uh, Roddy. Roddy something. Yeah. Roddy Piper, or some shit like. <laughs> Not Roddy Piper. <laughs> <laughs> Came here to sing metal and kick ass. Kick ass. ass. Yeah, All no, wrong, metal wrong Roddy. Wrong Roddy. <laughs> his name is Roddy. That's cool, man. Do so you guys like, uh, do you guys like, uh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, as, yeah. So I was just kind of saying that Jeff, our friend from uh, the shadow band podcast, he, um, he was, he sent me a track that he wrote and it's, 
very in, much inspired by that. I am obsessed with Tesseract. It's like that yeah. fine moment between heavy as fuck and beautiful. You know? Yeah, I'm trying to let yeah. me get him to let me do vocals on his shit, but I don't think he likes my vocals. Why? I love <laughs> vocals. I mean, Jeff, I've seen tell you me the do truth, a bro. bunch of different things. Like I've heard you sing like in you know, a lot of different styles of music too. You know, like you yeah, do a lot of different things. Yeah, man, we'll uh, we'll definitely get a horns up going soon. That should be fun. Uh, I, I got a I got a friend I want to talk to from back in the day who was in a lot of like like power metal bands. Word, dude. Okay, yeah, a lot going on for that. Fuck yeah, absolutely. And we'll have to play That's some like. Shit. You got yeah. You guys ever hear of a band called Revocation? Revocation. Dude, anybody listening? You guys, they're a three-piece. Revocation are so sick, and I don't, I don't think they're a band anymore. But they were so nasty back in the day. But um, yeah. Anyway, I don't know what else you guys want to say. Anything? We 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 good? Dude, we gonna I wrap wrote, it up for the I evening? Think, yeah. I wrote a I wrote a power metal song, dude. You, you did. Yeah, dog. You want to hear it? Absolutely. We should. Right. We should absolutely. Um, you know what? Show us after we 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 end the recording. No, nah, we'll, dude. But send it to me, and we'll do it. We'll. I'll put it at the end of the episode. No. <laughs> you just want to see our faces <laughs> react to it. All right, play it. What's nah, it called? Fine, What's it called? Coming. It's about. Uh, it's a, It's about Lord of the Rings. It's about. Uh, the fucking Nazgul coming after Frodo and the crew. So basically like the first movie. This is so this, sick. This lock on. This is the first time this is he recorded vocals. He's awesome. Yeah. Like it gets a little heavy. I just sold that guitar because I need money. It's <laughs> a nice guitar. Is that an Agile? Nah, that's a Sterling by Music Man. I know you were talking about selling an Agile too. Yeah, I still got it. Dude, those fucking vocals are badass. Yes. Shout out Lock on the Ears. Featured on a lot of my episodes. Oh, that was sick. So that's when they're like on the road and Frodo's like, Put off the road! And they hide underneath the little tree, the nice. bugs crawling on them and shit. Right there, he like spoken elvish. Guitar solo, it's the first guitar solo ever recorded. Prancing pony. 
<laughs> that was epic. <laughs> He's literally saying breathe, like hell oh, yeah. breathe. I want to use this lead again in another song. It's so nasty, dude. That's dirty. I like it. This is nasty high scream I did at the end. So that was my attempt at writing a power metal song, and it just turned into more like death metal. But dude, shout out to dope. fucking Lachlan, dude! <laughs> you guys own that. That was amazing. I want that. I want that on my phone. I want to Hell show yeah. that to my son now that he loves metal. Like I want to show it to him. Yeah, I'll send you the file, dog. <laughs> Please do. That's so awesome. You, you know, I was just thinking when I was listening to it and watching it, like my theory must be true that like there's just these little clusters of musical talent that grow up together and get the chance to play together because like dude there was a few of us together but there was a lot of mixed matches and it never yep. ended up going anywhere for a, yep. a lot of local bands in massachusetts oddly enough there's a lot of big bands from massachusetts <laughs> but those are a lot of the bands that are like well yeah i don't know is there a ton of Most... metal local yeah there's a, there's a huge metal scene in baltimore well fuck yeah i mean there's definitely a huge metal scene like bands coming through boston all the time and there's tons of bands coming well, out i mean local of, scene Massachusetts. yeah yeah okay all right well I've, been, I've also been out of it for a long time a i guess i'm load. commenting on older times so yeah most of them don't fucking make it and but, those yeah. i mean those guys don't even i mean most people don't even get as far as a lot of these local bands do playing shows like well, at least once true. a month you know well, or they make it back in to like their city. roots. They end up playing the clubs again, and that's where they want to be anyway. You know what I mean? Like Jesse Leach from Killswitch. Like we used to just go hang out with him at the bars in in Worcester because yeah, he would just be there Worcester. playing with his playing with his other band, fucking uh, The Empire Shall Fall. Hell and, yeah, you know, dude's fucking awesome. I mean, Jesse Leach was a staple, you know, but he's just chill. You know, he's just a regular dude. But um. I don't know where the fuck we're. Oh yeah, so these clusters, man. Especially with metal, like just I don't know, man. You seem to just have been able to associate with a lot of extremely talented people like yourself. You dude, know? I have, but none of us can fucking get anywhere, dude. It's God crazy. damn it, it's so dude! Crazy. I have a, I have a. So I'm working on my solo record. It's like fucking soft, like emo rock metal kind of shit. Um, and I have. Every, I have like five songs, and every single song I have a very talented artist featuring. Yeah, that yeah. it's my, just one of my friends. It's so nuts. But like it's crazy, dude. I know so many of us, and like literally only the Alica boys are the only ones that have done it. Like, it's crazy. Shout man. out to them, again. Well, 
I hope it happens eventually because you're still young. You could still tour right now. 27, dog. 27 now. Yeah, you're good. You're good. I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're old for baseball and no, not even. You're old for football. (laughs) That's about it. Uh, well, hey, I apologize for trying to cut this short a bunch of times. We keep having fun no. things to talk about. Yeah, no, I do. I'm, I am, I'm, I'm getting ready to hop off though. <laughs> yeah, I got. I'm yeah, I got. I'm pretty beat. Yeah, but it's really good to uh, yeah, finally meet you face to face, Bryce. Appreciate. Yeah, Bryce, you're on, cool man. as fuck. Dude. Hell yeah, dude. Dude, we're and definitely again, gonna have you back on. Yeah, man, for cool. sure. Yeah, man. I would love to anytime. And uh, yeah, thank you again, everybody listening and watching, hanging out with us. This was a wild, fun one. Um, yeah, welcome to 2024. Who fucking knows? Dude, you know when <laughs> Shane's here, we're just literally going to just talk out of our asses. Well, yeah, but it's always fun. And it's, <laughs> I, I find it like mental exercise. It's just kind of fun okay. to just jump all over the place, you know? Okay. All right, guys. I'm going to go play Battle Bit right. with my boys. You guys have a good night, all right? Dude, you yes, too. Yes, you too. Everybody out there, right. see you next Be time. Be safe. Thank you. Bye, Bye guys. Thank Peace. you. I knew somebody I didn't know in my pocket. Peace. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. That's a terrier. Enough. I get the point. You meddle with the primal forces of nature. <laughs> And you will atone. What do we know? What do we know? If I know what we know, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay? Ha! 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 Ha!